Podcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Last week, I asked you about the core edtech tools that you use. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask about the conversations you have in your staff room, or in your meetings. Who does the talking? Who does the learning? And are conversations engaging? Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is TED-Ed. A great TED Talk can do so much more than fill class time with a nifty video. TED-Ed offers a plethora of inspirational material, enriching academic content, discussion questions, and more ways to get kids excited about technology, and how it can be harnessed to change the world. Secondary students might enjoy creating their own TED Talk, and kids of all ages can broaden their horizons with TED-Ed. I've used this amazing resource so many times in schools I've worked in, and the resource continues to grow and develop. If you haven't checked it out yet, You should. You won't be disappointed. I highly recommend that you take a look at ed.ted.com. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about minimum expectations for tech use in your school and building a strategic plan for implementation. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about meetings and engagement in your learning as a teacher. This week, I was leading a webinar with EduSpark co-founder Andrew Mowat, and he brought up the concept of who is doing the work with the participants, the idea that learning is where the work is, and it really resonated with me. He challenged the participants to think about where the work is in the learning environment and context that they're in. I reflected back on every staff meeting I've ever attended and every meeting I've led, and wondered if I ever articulated my why for the meeting, and whether I really understood the concepts that were being discussed and brought up, and whether or not they were relevant for that particular context. I know that I've attended and led many meetings that could have been an email, and unfortunately, this still exists in our organizations today. We have a broken system, but it's fixable, and that's what excites me. When I think about meetings and I think about fixing the way we do things, and in particular in the context of professional learning for me with EduSpark, Andrew's comment on learning is where the work is really stands out. When you're leading a meeting or a workshop or even when you're teaching your class, who is doing the talking? Who's doing the work? And as a result, who's doing the learning? If you're simply standing and delivering content with no engagement, no discussion, no thoughtful process about where the learning's going, then is the learning even happening? I'm finding myself reflecting on this question more and more. So as a teacher, a leader, an edtech startup founder, or as a coach, 
How do we flip this model to ensure we engage all users in the learning? I encourage you to go away tomorrow, the next day, next week, and reflect on the learning experiences in your day-to-day context. Who's doing the work and who's doing the learning? Break this down, have a think, and see where you can make changes. I think that it starts with your why, which I know you won't be surprised to hear me say. And then I think it continues into learning design and creating learning experiences that engage the learner in the work. Work doesn't need to mean writing or reading all the time. It can include conversation, discussion, creating, researching, and making. And in particular, it can incorporate technology to add value and expedite aspects of this, including feedback and assessment. So how are you flipping the learning model? I'd love to hear your reflections and thoughts on this idea and how you see this in your context. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging conversation with someone who makes a difference in education every day with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Tisha Poncio. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Tisha Poncio, who you might know as at TXTechChick on Twitter with over 7,000 followers. Tisha is a Wakelet digital learning specialist, the creator of Students Can Lead, and an inspiration to many online. If you follow her on Twitter, you'd be inspired every day with the incredible things she shares, and I know you're going to love listening to what she has to say today. Tisha, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I am always ready to talk about those things, Craig. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? So my current role is Digital Learning Specialist at Wakelet. And my inspiration uh, is to really just empower those around me, but especially empower those that are directly working with students. Yeah, that's amazing. It's exciting to, to see your journey. And just before recording, we talked a little bit about that journey. You're new to Wakelet. Tell us a little bit about how you got there and why you made the move from a school-based role to a role with, uh, like I said, one of the most innovative and forward-thinking edtech companies out there today? Well, it was just really a natural progression. Uh, I started my master's degree, um, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I started my master's degree in 2017. And as I got into that learning technologies uh, master of science degree, I realized that I really wanted to focus more um, than I had in the past on educational technology, um, learning theories, integration models, um, all of the research. I didn't realize how much I loved that. But in addition to that, my degree really hit on some interesting things, project management, uh, marketing, digital marketing, social media marketing. And I did not realize I had such a love for that until I started on this degree. Um, And so really, it was just um, a a perfect opportunity. I couldn't pass up the opportunity to work with an incredible team like Wakelet. Um, Their community is amazing. And um, just the people, the people at Wakelet are incredible to work with. They're creative, they're innovative, uh, they're inspiring. And, you know, 
how could I say no <laughs> to jumping at that opportunity? So um, I left the classroom after 21 years. Uh, it's unbelievable, Craig, for me to say that out loud. I've said that on multiple occasions. When I started off teaching, I really, I really wasn't thinking past, you know, one year, two years, five years. And so to say that I was in the classroom in education for 21 years is just an incredible thing to reflect on. Yeah, that's incredible. All right. That really is amazing. And Tisha, for those that are listening that don't know Wakelet, can you tell us about it? You know, sum it up for us in two minutes or less. Why should we jump on board Wakelet? Well, Wakelet is a storytelling tool that allows anyone, so anyone, teachers, students, anybody, uh, to curate content in a meaningful visual way. It's a living, ever-changing space that really can grow with you and your students in your learning or in your career. Um, I believe storytelling will always be one of the most powerful tools for learning, and Wakelet does a great job at helping educators and students around the world do that. And that was one of the reasons um, that I joined the team is because I saw directly how Wakelet was uh, really solving a problem for me. Uh, lack of student engagement, Wakelet helped me engage my students more. It also helped me be in two places at once. So uh, I would tell any teacher that whatever problem you need solving, I would be willing to bet Wakelet can help you do that. Yeah, that's amazing. And sidestepping a little bit from Wakelet, uh, you've also started hashtag students can lead. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I would love to tell you about that, Craig. So um, in my years of working with students, something that I found uh, very early on in my career is that teachers did not trust their learners. And I, I really I really didn't dive deep into it until I created my student technology leadership team, SWAT, that stood for Students Who Advocate Technology. And what I found with that group of students, uh, I set out to really empower them to help the teachers and the, and the students in the school with their devices, with educational technology. Uh, you know, they were learning customer service and graphic design. But in the course of creating that program and really marketing out and getting them in front of teachers and administrators, I realized that there was a lack of trust still that these students could not lead something as big as I was asking them to lead. Uh, and so I started presenting on that. And one day I was creating uh, a slide deck for TCA. And I just, it popped in my head, you know, students can lead. There's such an emphasis on can. And if we believe they can lead and we are willing to raise the bar, they will absolutely exceed our expectations. Yeah, I'm a big advocate for student voice and student tech programs and things in schools as well. So hearing you talk about that really resonates well with me. Uh, I think that the work you do in particular in supporting people, you've talked about people a lot. That's why I'm passionate about you know, what I do too. And I think why I wanted you on the show, because your passion runs true through everything you do, both online uh, and in conversation here as well. And, you know, as a coach and an influence to many people in the ed tech space, what's your best advice for those who are struggling to keep up? 
you know, who are struggling to change and grow with this fast changing nature of technology in our schools? Well, one of the things I told my students really early on was that the most constant thing about life is change. And um, that back then was just seating charts. (laughs) But I would tell, uh, I would tell educators today, especially this year and last year, be patient with yourself. You know, you don't have to know it all. You don't have to learn everything all at once. Find those people who will support your journey, uh, challenge your thinking, and inspire you to keep going. And pace yourself. Know your limits and know that it's okay to say no. When we say no, it means that we're giving our best yes to someone. And always just focus on the end goal, the student outcomes. When you focus on that, it really keeps you in the right lane. Yeah, I think... uh Talking about being in the right lane, I think, you know, we've gone through a heck of a lot with COVID as well. What have you noticed about the attitudes, the the confidence levels, the well-being of teachers uh, over the last sort of 12 to 18 months? And and how uh, are you and, and Wakelet helping people sort of move beyond that as well to a place where we can change, we can strive, and we can thrive. Well, what I noticed immediately is um, (laughs) the teachers that I had worked with for so many years, um, some of them were receptive to teaching online. And just like always, (laughs) there was a group of teachers that were resistant to it. And unfortunately, because so many teachers had a bad experience with online learning, it left a really bitter taste in their mouth. And so I think that there there are some waves in this educational technology landscape where I'm seeing teachers be very resistant now um, to the idea of online learning, to implementing uh, technology. They really want to know the why even more than before, and they want to know how those educational tools, devices or um, apps or whatever it may be, how is it going to help them solve a problem and also help them save time (laughs) and in turn help their mental well-being? Um, And so that's just something that I've seen. I've worked in that educational technology space with teachers K through 12 for many years. And unfortunately, there are many more that are resistant and I would say at Wakelet, the thing that we really, really, every one of us, we are here to help those teachers. Uh, We just did most recently um, a tech coach webinar specifically for tech coaches uh, because they have a lot of weight on their shoulders as well, being a middle leadership position. They have the, the stress of the administrators. They also have the stress of supporting teachers. We are just willing to do whatever we can to make life a little bit easier for educators around the world. I love that. That's such a very well thought out answer to that question, I think, too, Tisha. And, you know, it really shows me that this is embedded and ingrained in the change that you're trying to make. Let's jump into some quick fire questions now. You know, 20 seconds off the top of your head and maybe a brief why. What is your hashtag one word for 2021? Well, Craig, I don't really do words for each year, but I will tell you that my word overall is empower. So whether it is empowering myself, educators, students, parents, childhood cancer parents, since I'm a childhood cancer mom, it really is just to empower those around me no matter what. Yeah, brilliant. And what's your favorite EdTech book 
or resource? Well, there's so many. I love EdTech podcasts because I can listen to them whenever, wherever. Uh, There's also some really, really great books. So I I listen, I read. Monica Burns has a great book. And I, I... a lot of times do not advocate for books specifically, but I have to tell you, I'm very excited about her book. Um, it's just released on Amazon. I really even think you should check it out. Just reading the chapters of the book <laughs> got me excited. So I'm really excited about that. Um, also, you know, Jake Miller is a really great source for me. Um, the Me- the Merrills, I, I follow them on Instagram because uh, they have a lot of great um, little learner tips and, and educator tips out there. Um, But the other thing I do, Craig, is I really go to social media. So Twitter and TikTok and Instagram uh, are really my go-tos for resources as well. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I love the social space for that exact reason. And that's why I've built a community on Twitter, because that's where I love to learn, develop and grow. What is your go-to edtech tool that the listeners need to try? Okay, well, I, oh, there's so many. <laughs> this is a hard question. So I'm going to share with you something that I learned just last week. Um, it's called Text Giraffe. And it sounds really weird, but it helped me create a really quick, um, it, they call it logos. But what I did is I went in and typed text and it made my text look really pretty. And so then I copied the text and I pasted it onto a slide deck. Um, and it just made me feel like I was like doing great graphic design, even though I was really <laughs> cutting a couple of corners. Um, so text giraffe. And then my other suggestion, which really isn't focused on ed tech, but it really is about empowering is called the I am app. And what it is, is it's affirmations that are on your phone and it rotates out every time you look at your phone. I just really believe in us empowering ourselves. And so technology for good, that's always what I'm looking for. But those are the two most recent (laughs) shares that I have. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make sure the links to those are in the podcast notes below as well. Tisha, what is one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy progress and succeed in your career? Well, it's going to it's gonna be very similar to what I just shared, but I do daily affirmations. And I know that people talk about this. Oprah has talked about this. Brene Brown talks about it. All of the great people who are successful talk about affirmations. But I am telling you, when I wake up in the morning, I have affirmations that I have recorded to myself that I listen to every morning. And it just starts my day off really well. Um, I also do some meditation. I didn't start that till 2020, like many of you listening. Uh, But meditation and affirmations really help me get my mind right so that I can go progress and and be better. Yeah, I I think that's really cool to hear that, actually. And it's a nice way to think about your own well-being and, and prioritizing that, particularly during these times as well. What is your favorite education-focused quote, Tisha? Well, I don't know if this is really education-focused, Craig, but my favorite quote of all time is Michelangelo. He says, I am still learning. And the truth is, I don't think it will ever matter what my age is. I'm always going to keep learning. And I think it's so important for educators and students to remember that we're always going to be learning something new. Um you know, if we stop learning, then that's probably not a good sign. Yeah, amazing. And what you've shared is today and the short chat we've had is really inspirational. 
Uh, I'm really excited about it. And uh, I really want to make sure that your voice is amplified to this community and also the global edtech community, because if you're not connected to you, you should be. So what's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you, Tisha? Well, Craig, you can find me, find me just about anywhere. Uh, of course, I am on Twitter, like you said earlier. Um, I'm on Wakelet, uh, at Tisha Poncio. I'm on Instagram, at Tisha Poncio. Um, I'm also on TikTok, which is something that I said I would never do, Craig. But I'm over on TikTok, and I'm on Clubhouse. Um, so I, I really would love to connect with any of your listeners there. Um, I love connecting and learning about what other people are doing, and it would be great to see you on any of those platforms. That's awesome, Tisha. Thank you so much for your time today. Inspirational as always. I look forward to hearing your voice out there and having some of our people connect with you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Next week, join me for episode 71 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I am joined by the amazing Christine Pinto and Jessica Labartuumi. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away a seat in the EduSpark professional learning portal, valued at $200 for one year of unlimited learning at eduspark.world. To win, you need to complete the form at bit.ly edtechwin. The winner has already been contacted directly by me, and it is Sarah Moore. Congratulations, Sarah. This week, I'm giving away another seat in the EduSpark professional learning portal for one year of unlimited learning at eduspark.world. To win this prize, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 3rd of November and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate this podcast too so we can reach even more people and edtech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.